0: Today's daf is Kesubas daf Samech Zayin. We left off on daf Samech Vav. I'm We at Ben Gurion Lo Avad Tzedaka. Two lines from the bottom of the page. Today's shir is sponsored by Dr. David Lander and his wife and children and the Zeichenishmas. His mother Golda Basimcha and Shemesh Shavna And we thank Dr. Lander for the continued sponsorship of the Daf Yomishir. So what we're going to we were in the middle of discussing stories relating to the daughter of Nakdimon Ben Gurion, who was at one point extremely wealthy, and the daughter had fallen on very hard times. So we're going to continue a few more stories about the daughter of Naktimun ben Gurion. and then the Gemara is going to discuss since the real topic of our Mishnah was how to account for uh, for the Ksuba payments, meaning when a woman brings in cash, how much do you write as part of the Nadunya and the Ksuba and when a woman brings in items that have to be assessed, how much do you write? So you either raise it 50% when it's cash, you lower it by, uh, by 20% when it's uh, things that require a Shuma. So we're going to discuss how to account for for gold in a Ksuba. Then the Gemara is going to discuss other items aside from Kesef that you would also add 50% to their value when writing in the uh, Ksuba. And then the Mishnah on the bottom of Amad Aleph is going to talk about how much the father has to give a girl to get married with and also if a Yasoma is getting married how much we have to make sure she has Going into the wedding, and because we're going to be talking about Yisoma, the Gemara is going to talk also about supporting Yisomim and many, many stories on Amid about tzedaka and the requirement of Deimachzarah Shayekserlo. So this is one of the major tzedaka sugyas in Shas Kesubasamik Zayan, along with many Dapim in the first paragraph of Basra, are where you find many of the tzedaka sugyas in Shas. So let's begin. We uh, are two lines from the bottom of the page. So we had just told the story of the daughter of Nachdim Ben Goryon in the aftermath of the korban, having to pick out the so, orim, mi, galalei, shal kuchavim. And uh, the Rabbi Yochum and Zakai asked her what happened to all the money that your father had and that your father-in-law had and how could you have fallen in such hard times? So uh, she said don't you know the mushal that they used to give that that the preservative of money is to uh, give up some of that money or they didn't do enough chesed they didn't give enough tzedakah they had all this money and they didn't Help other people with it, and as a result of that, they uh, fell on hard times. So says Marvin Aktiman Ben Gurion love at Is that true that Nakdin mm-hmm. Ben Gurion didn't give Tsidaka? Vahatanya Bhutabris <laughs> tells us I'm Ralavan Nakdim Ben Gorian Kha Yeltsimi base on the base of when he would leave his house to go to the base of Medrish. Claim me hayu, uh and tahtav, they would put these very expensive cloths. Under his feet that he would uh, that he would walk on uban anim and he would just leave them there so that the anim could then come and take this uh, these te- this, uh, the, the, these uh, these cloths and make a lot of money on it so the anim were able to be supported based on uh, what they would ro- the red carpet that they would roll out for Nagdimon whenever he would walk anywhere sounds like an extraordinary amount of tzedakah so it says there are a couple of possible answers one possibility is yeah but that kind of tzedakah does not preserve one's wealth, because he did it only for his own kavod, and when one gives tzedakah only for his own kavod, he's not going to hold on to his wealth. So the Marsha, in Chidush says wait a second, isn't tzedakah the only mitzvah that you're allowed to actually no you're actually allowed to test the Rebana Shalom, and say, I'm giving this tzedakah for whatever, uh, you know, so that I become rich, and, you, and, and you'll still become rich, it's still going to work, it, uh, it's tried and tested, That you can test the Rebana Shalom with such a thing, not only that, the Gemara Rosh Hashanah Tells us and elsewhere Homer sells the Kadesh k'dei shiichir bni harezu tzadigamur. A person says that he's giving tzedakah for an ulterior motive Kadeshi shiichir bni. He's a tzadigamur. Some of Girsa, some of the rishonim have girsah. What do you mean he's a tzadigamur? If he's he's the navelos and treifos, but he gives tzedakah k'dei shiichir bni, he's a tzadigamur. Some of girsah harezu tzedakah gumura It is the highest. It's uh, it's complete tzedakah. It's high level tzedakah. But bottom line is, it certainly counts. The cat as uh, as great sadaka so why over here do we say that the kvodo uh, he gets punished? So the Mashah says that it'll be, this is uh, that the is worse than any other type of shlo There are many Shalolishmas and they're all okay when it comes to sedaka, even if it's to become wealthy. But the to be uh, to be honored, that's a certain sense of gaiva that's not okay uh lishma. That's the uh, the suggestion. Uh, other achronim are not so convinced that that's really uh, the answer. The hafla suggests that it's not the. That it's derechateva that that uh, that, uh, that, uh, that anius is a galgalachos that some families are going to be rich in one generation and poor in the next generation. But a person who does tzedakah l'shma, then he, he gets to go chutz mi hateva, and the money gets preserved in that family for uh, for many generations. So to go chutz mi hateva, it has to be done l'shma. It's not that it's a punishment that he didn't do it uh, l'shma. It's just that that's not the, derekha, the so it is tzedakah gemurah, but. In the you're not always going to be able to give tzedakah gemurah. Or the hafla says it could be that the gemara's real kasha is from the fact that he left klemilas, the Gemara, you know, that he left all these this uh, fancy uh, cloth under his feet for the other people to take the Gemara was assuming, says the Hafla, that he probably gave a lot of other tzedakah also. And uh, the Gemara is asking, so he, he obviously gave what he should have, you know, he obviously gave a lot of money, what he should have been giving. And the Gemara's answer is, no, Hudavid. He only gave when it was kvodah when they were rolling out red carpets for him. That's all he gave, which means that he wasn't giving nearly enough, because it was, he only gave when it was an opportunity of the kvodah, and there were many other opportunities where he should have been giving that he wasn't giving. So it's really about the amount that he wasn't giving nearly sufficiently. That's what the Rav Shimon writes in his introduction to Shari Yosher that uh, about this Indian of giving tzedakah as a way of uh, preserving one's wealth or guaranteeing that one's become wealth, that one becomes wealthy. Rav Shimon writes that it's similar. To uh, an investor, you invest money with somebody. So if the person does what you like uh, w- w- with uh, with your money, you're going to continue to invest more money with that person, whether the person's a nice guy or not. If he does well with your money, you'll invest more with him. A person could be a very a very nice guy, but if he does poorly with your money, you're not going to continue to invest with him. So he says that's how deals with money. That it could be we're, uh, we don't do, we tell Lashon and we do other things, and we're not. But if, uh, if we do well with the money that Hashem gives us, He'll invest more money in us. Meaning, uh, it's, uh, regardless of what else is going on in our life, money is a separate cheshman. And if we don't do well with the money that the uh, Baruch Hu gives us, even if we're real tzaddikim in every other area of life, Hashem is just not going to trust us with money. So that's the year allowed to do b'chanun uh, abizos when it comes to tzedakah. But the other possibility is um, that he didn't give nearly as much as he was supposed to. That a more wealthy person is expected to carry, to bear a much greater Greater uh, uh, portion of the burden of taking care of the tzedakah for Klal Yisrael. I would see Nechama if I didn't have to see the daughter of Nachdima ben Gurion picking out. Uh, Barley from between the hooves of the horses in Akko. That's how poor she was. Karasi Yehalev Mikrozai said about her in the pasuk that's uh that that, that that's really about Knesset <speaking in Hebrew> Shaul. That if Knesset Shaul doesn't know uh, how to pay attention to the Torah and to the mitzvot, so ultimately it's going to uh, the, be shepherds by the ikve atzon to look for uh, for for food for its animals. So i G'diyo not for food for its animals, eleh gviyo but for, its, uh, for their own bodies, that if a person doesn't observe... Torah mitzvahs properly, so then we, we ourselves are going to have to go uh, pick out Machalei behema Be'ikvei zone in order to be able to, uh, to provide uh, just nourishment for our own bodies, and that's what uh, happened to the daughter of Nakedimon Ben-Gurion. Now, it doesn't say Gvi'o it says G'di'o so how do, how do you have an altikri over here? So the Ritva writes that it's Lishna Aliyah uh, that it says G'di'o but it really means Gvi'o The Pasuk is speaking Lishnam Aliyah. M'Chachmus he says that, no, we're darshaning uh, G'diyoseich and G'diyoseich, because the letters dalid and, and Vav are actually interchangeable in, in At-Bach. And since they're interchangeable in at like the like, Gemara says in the Dafnun Daphne, Beis, so uh, these are actually interchangeable letters that uh, describe this. Now, Rashi on the Pasuk of Tzih chabik Ve'atzon says the Pasuk means something else, that when a person is deciding how to behave and what to do, they should think about uh, the uh, previous generations and the Tamid chachamim that came before them and Follow that Masara of the previous generations. That's why Rav called his second sefer the Ik He said because every time I think about where, how I should behave, whether it be in Pesach whether it be in uh, in Ashkafa, in anything, whatever I, I should do, I always think of uh, my Rebbeim. I always think he said uh, specifically his one real Rabbi uh, Rav Salveitch. He So I always think what he what he would do, and that's the way a person is supposed to live. be so now the, the one halach other than tzedakah is how do we account for gold in a ksuba? So let's say a woman brings in gold in a ksuba where uh, the, uh, the, the husband can, uh, it's not like kesef where you can immediately invest it and make more money so shaman they evaluate what the gold is worth and, and, and that's what they write in the, in the ksuba that, that exact amount, they don't add 20% like they would if she brings in in kalim, they don't uh, or, or subtract twenty percent. Rather, if she brings in kalim, they don't add fifty percent like they would if she was bringing in cash. So, I about the hazahav we have a bray that tells us that pieces of gold are treated like kalim. So, my love, ki shall kesef Isn't that referring to like kalim of kesef that go down in value over time after you get married? And the husband is that, uh, the, and the is therefore that the husband has to be chomes when he uh, when he evaluates it. In in the Ksuba, he knocks off 20% when he talks about what his obligations are going to be to pay back in the Ksuba, so don't you see that you do knock off 20% because it's like Kalim says Malo. it's like Kalim of Zav, that do not go down in value and therefore are assessed as they are but then the Gemara shouldn't have used a better term. the Bryson should have used a more uh, a, a, a more descriptive term it shouldn't have said that Zav is k-ke-lim. it should say Zav is like Kleiz Zahav, it's Kike Love. It's like Kailim made out of Zahav. Vaotanya. And furthermore, we have another b'risa that tells us Zahav Areu Kikayim. That Zahav, as far as assessing in the Ksuba, is treated like Kailim. Dinare Zahav. Coins made out of gold, haraiin are treated like Kesef. That in a place where they don't uh, they don't uh, exchange them for dinare kesef, then you evaluate them at their current value, and that's how much they're uh, accounted for in the Ksuba. You don't subtract or add anything. So there were two statements made that, by the Tanakama and one by Rabbi Liel. Which statement of the Tanakama was Commenting on ilema as if it's on the sefer, what was the seifa where we said dinaries of that the of have the same din like regular kesef cash where you add a shlish because you have the ability to invest it right away and over time you'll make money off of it so you add a shlish to that and that's where Roshumi is disagreeing and he's saying that no if uh, they're not knowing lefortum then you don't add a shlish so that can't be the pshat because mechal the tanakamasaver I feel magum uh, Halonavki. That, that would imply that Tanakama holds that if you have gold that is not used as currency, that no one ever uses to invest or make money off of, that uh, that, that you would still add a slish. That doesn't make sense. Why would you add a slish? The whole point of adding fifty percent is because you're then able to invest in and make money with it. Elulav aresha must be the was commenting on the Resha. What did the Resha say? The ratio said zahav is like Kalim. kamar, and this is uh, what the Bryce is talking about. The Tanakama sa- says Zav HaReu Ki my Maikeilim Keilim Kesef The Tanakama says gold is treated like clay Kesef which are used and therefore go down in value over time and therefore when assessing it in the Ksuba you knock off 20% from the price when you put it into the Ksuba so pieces of gold also you knock off 20% of the price HaReu Zav MaGum shnagu Shalola Fartan. It's like Dinari Zav where the din of Dinari Zav where they're not porate the zav where it's not treated as currency. You don't add fifty percent because you can't make money. But you also don't knock off twenty percent because it doesn't go down in value. So uh, that's how we treat of zav that we assess them what they're actually worth, and that actual worth gets reflected. In the uh, ksuba, so that's a kasha on Rav Shimon Bar because Rav Shimon Bar said that we're not polches b'ksuba from uh, the, uh, the 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 assessment of uh, the chatichos uh, from, from the exact assessment of the chatichos of zav, but the Tanakam over here disagrees. Tanakam over here says we are polches. I Meaning, Einar Chanan Rav Shem is in agreement with, with Rav Shimon Bar but why why would you postulate like Rav Shmuel against the Tanakam? Tanakam says that we are polches. we knock off twenty percent when it comes to dinari zav. So when it comes to zav, so says the Gemara. Lo liolam a Really, Rabbi is commenting on the sefer. We said that the nari zav has the same status of kesef, where you need to add fifty percent. U dinavki al But we said, wait a second. If it's if zav is not used as currency, so you're not able to invest it. Why would you add fifty percent? How could there even be a havamina that you're going to add fifty percent to the amount of the ksuba? So says Gemara. No, the case is you can use it as currency to invest, but only alideh al-chak. It's not. Easy. And that's exactly the Machokh's Tanakam from Shungun mar Mars Sabbath holds Kibbin de Nafki Mishab Since you are able to use it to invest and to spend, Mishab Chinon we uh, assess it at the 50% higher value. Mars Sabbath Shungun Leo holds Kibbin de Loh nafki El El Elide Chak. Since it's not easy to use it for investment money, and it's only Bidochak that you're able to make money off of it, La Mishab Chinon we're just going to leave it at its exact assessment and we're not going to add anything to. It or another possible answer, maybe the way to understand the Brysa is the entirety of the Brysa is all a reflection of only one Shitta, the of the And the Brysa is just missing a little bit of detail. Here's what the Brysa means to say Zav is like clay, Zav, where you do not, uh, are you not Poches nor are you Moseth, uh, which is exactly what Rosh Hashanah said that you leave it at exactly its value gold coins, that's treated like where you add 50% into the Ksuba but that's only in a place where they treat gold as currency but if they don't treat it as currency then you treat it for its act, then you uh, account for it in the Ksuba and its actual value all of all of that is all and, and this is consistent with what we know. Rabbi Shem says that if it's a place where they don't use gold as currency that could be invested, so then you just treat it for its actual value as a precious commodity, as a precious metal. So the Gemara asks on both of the Tirutzim, but makom, either way, we said, but what we really mean to say is, because if it were like other Kalim, then the halacha would be you'd knock off 20 percent of the price in the iksuba but it's Kike love it's like clay zav so kasha that's taka difficult why it says kike lim and not kike love viva yaseima or we could say that the brysa means to say zav is really like clay kesef I, what are we going to do with Rosham Barabu who says you assess it at its actual value, pricha that both prices when it says Zav is like Kalim are talking about piece, very tiny pieces of gold that if you use they can actually get ruined over time. And therefore they're treated like clay kesef where you knock off 20% of the price when you assess it in the ksuba. Rosham Barabu was talking about when he said that you assess gold for what it's actually worth he was talking about bars of gold like big blocks of gold, where it's never going to go down in value, and you just assess it for its actual value, or another possibility Rav Ashi Amar Bim Mamla that the Briceless talking about Zav Hareim Kikelim, means Clay Kesef and uh, will be Miyash because the Briceless are talking about uh, very thin uh, crumbs of gold that, uh, that get also get ruined, and therefore they're like Clay Kesef, that lose value over time, and that's why the Baal is Polchis Chomesh in the Ksuv. B'Rosh is talking about uh, the uh, the tichos of, uh, of gold. So it's basically the same answer. It's just a question of how small the tichos have to be for us to assume that they're going to lose value over time and therefore you're going to subtract 20% from their value. So I'm So now the Gemara is going to go give a list of other items that we also add 50% in the assessment of the Ksuba. That if she brings in $100, we put in the Ksuba $150. So we said Kesef is such an item because it's currency and he can go use that and invest and make money off of it. So it's always going to be a 50% premium that's added to the Ksuba. So it's not only cash. <speaking in Hebrew> Some of the city of Antukha are apparently very investable and you can make a lot of money with them. So we also add 50%. The Arabian camels the woman can collect one third more or 50% more in the Nudunya uh, if she brings that into the marriage because also you can make a lot of money off of them. Papi Hani Tosavi De Be These uh, clothing from a place called Machsi Isha also can be used as, uh, as as an investment to make money off of and therefore you add 50%. Papi Saki The bags of a place called Rodia Ashli De Kamchona and the ropes of Kamchona Isha She could also Collect a fifty percent premium in the ksuba. So uh, so, so Rava says I used to think that the arniki of of the city of mechozah, also would be such an item that you add fifty percent to the ksuba. My as alayu because they would, uh, they would they would do business with it and a woman could be somichdas that uh, the, when the husband is being mechayiv to her in the ksuba to collect from the arniki, from these arniki de mechozah and therefore that it's like a shibu. So she collected in ksuba the the uh, the, 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 uh, the the from from the Yisomim. She can collect even these arniki. So then Rava says, but now I realize, given the Khazai de that since I see that women who collect their ksubas when their grushas are all manas, and they uh, they take them out kimashkiara and when they when they. And when they find land, Zavni they buy the land with these Arnaki de Makhuza. So I see land is what they're really das on. They'd much rather have land, have real estate than have these Arnaki de Mahuzah, I changed my mind and I said they're really Someh on, uh, on in, in protecting their money in investing in real estate, uh, not the Arnaki de Makhuza, and therefore a woman cannot collect her from Yasomim, even from an Arnaki de because they're not really some on the Arnaki de mean, Mahouza. That's what Rava was really talking about, was about be using uh, the Arnuki de Makhuza as payment for a ksuba that she's able to collect from Yisomen. So he said, I used to think you could do it, now I realize that you can't. Okay, new Mishnah. Hamasi is bitostam, a person who marries off his daughter. Right? He doesn't say exactly how much money he's giving her. He has to give her at least Chamishim Zos. what me for what? Whether it's uh, for, for clothing or this is part of the Nadunya that he has to give her a minimum Chamishim But. That's that's the minimum. If you don't say exactly what you're giving. If the father says that he's willing to marry off his daughter, but he's not providing her any clothing, the husband can't say, "I'm going to wait till the Nisuin to buy her clothing." If the father's not providing her, then the husband has to provide her, even though she's not yet living in his house. And a Gabay who's uh, helping to marry off a Yisoma cannot give her any less than Chamishim Zuz. Chamishim Zuz is the bare minimum. And if there happens to be more money in the Sadaka accounts, so give her more than Chamishim Zuz. Give her whatever uh, would be appropriate. Lefik Voda, based on uh, her level of kavod. So says Maram Rabbi. Chamishim Zuz, Pshiti. When we say chamishim zuz, we're talking about chamishim zuz Medina, kess of Medina. Again, kess of is the kess of Midaraisa. That's worth eight times the amount of the kess of Medina. So chamishim zuz is important to know what kind of currency we're talking about because it's a huge difference. So we say chamishim zuz that you give her it means the kess of Medina, the, the the one that's worth one eighth of the kess of Tsuri. So mei, how do I know that that's true? Me the Ktani because the Sefer of our Mishnah said in Yesh that if there's enough money in the stock account give her way more than that. Give her Levik Voda. i my kiss, the kiss that we're talking about over here is Tzedakah funds that we're providing her with. And if you hold that these Chamish Mzuz are Kesef Tzuri, how much money are you going to give to a person from a Tzedakah fund? How come I, because the Tzedakah fund has a lot of cash in it, you're going to give her millions of dollars from the Tzedakah, you're going to give her uh, so much money from the Tzedakah fund, now, that would be, it, it's it doesn't sound reasonable, that the Hamishim Kesev Tzuri is going to be a minimum, and then you, that it only goes up from there. So it must be that we're talking about Hamishim Tzuzi Peshiti, not Hamishim Tzuzi of Tzuri. Um, when you have a Yosem and a Yosem, they both come, to receive uh, tzedakah money for to, to 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 eat, so they could have food. First, we take care of the yisoma, the girl, and then the boy. Meaning, if there is only enough for one of them, the girl gets uh, food and not the boy. Because it's less uh, of a, of a uh, it's less undignified. For a, uh, for, for a man to go around collecting tzedakah than it is for a woman. And we don't expect a woman to go through such an indignity of having to go around collecting uh, tzedakah. So that's a, how Rashi is. We're talking about giving them mizonos. Um, however, none of the Rishon and the Rashba and others point out that the Mishnah in the last paragraph of Horeo says that ish kodom l'isha um, that when it comes to uh, giving one life and the ability to live meaning food ish kodom Right? that's all Mishnah tells me koin, koin, Kodem Levi, Levi, Kodem Lisrael, right uh, how you prioritize who gets first. Uh, Right, so that's uh, the list of priorities. So ish is them the isha. So what do we do about that uh, over here? It sounds like you take care of the boys before you take care of the, uh, of, the of the girls. So uh, so so the uh, they, they say that in our sugya so it's talking about ksus, begadim, things like that. But when it comes to mazonos the boys would come before the girls. So against Rashi, how do you defend Rashi? So Tazrid defends Rashi. He says no, it's talking about Mizonos and the kasha from Masakh, sorry, is not such a kasha because the isha is. Like it says over here, when it says in Misak Sori, an ish is kodem. It means when there's not, uh, when there's nowhere to be That's when an ish is kodem. But if you have the option of being I mean they're in a midbar somewhere, there are no door, there are no doors to knock on. So then we say an ish is kodem But if you're not in a midbar and you have uh, there, there are communities where people can go knocking on doors. Then you take care of the yisoma followed by the yasam. Another alacha, yasam v'yisoma shabodi If the yisom and yisoma both need, uh, you know. Uh, to get married, they need uh, to, uh, to pay expenses for their wedding. First, we take care of the yisoma, and then the yasum. Because it's uh, more embarrassing for a girl not to be married than it is for a boy not to be married. This is part of the concept in the of That women have a much greater desire to uh, to get married. So, if Yasum wants to get married and doesn't have anything, so Sochlo Bais. First, we rent him a house so he can have a place to live. And then we get him a bed. And then we get whatever he needs to run a household. And then he's ready to get married. He first has to have a place to live. He has to have some sort of a way to be able to provide for a wife. Because the Passock says when it talks about giving tzedakah, it says you give. So that refers to a house. That's referring to a metavashulchan. Lo, zoisha. And the low is a reference to, uh, to, to an isha. The Afla says the remez is that the phrase de machzarah is a gematria of bias mita isha. So uh, it works out uh, exactly. V'cheinu I didn't work it out, but I, I'll trust that flaw. It works out exactly. The amer. also says by uh, by isha eselow is our that a woman is described as SLO." So that's how I know de machzar is a reference to, uh, to, to an isha. There are Chuvas in contemporary post. Ravazna and others. So, uh, does, it, does it count as uh, tzedakah? Is part of the Chiv tzedakah? It says that you to give the masculine bias before you can get married. So, when Khassan uh, when, uh, is getting married in Erzswal, well. so it's, underst- it's in certain communities, uh, it's understood that the, uh, the Mukhtadim have to buy an apartment for the, uh, for the couple. They have to purchase, not to rent, to purchase an apartment in uh, the proper neighborhood. And if he's the best guy in Brisk, then you have to buy two apartments because you have to buy one for them to live in, another one. For for them to rent out so that they can make money so that they can, uh, they can live. So you have people that come around here collecting money so that they're able to afford to buy an apartment uh, for their children. So that's a vazra, as a tshuva, whether that's part of uh, masculine low bias. He says, you know, there are, there are uh, less expensive neighborhoods where Yerush live that they don't have to... He, so you think, it's obviously every, every dollar that you give to, uh, to help out someone who doesn't have is tzedakah, but it's probably not in this category, he says, of, uh, he says, it might be Deimach HaRosh HaYachzol if it's community standard, that that's what everybody does in that community because we're about to see Deimach HaRosh HaYachzol is even if people live to a very high standard, so it's part of the mitzvah of tzedakah to give them to live up to that standard. It's not the highest priority. Already in tzedakah to give them to live up to that to that high standard, but it's certainly part of the mitzvah of uh, of tzedakah. That a person is to be mefarnes in ani, we don't have to make an ani rich. Uh, but then from the phrase, we learn that even if it means to have a horse to ride on and an evid to run in front of him to, to give him cover, that's also tzedakah. that's what he was used to when he was an asher and he's fallen on hard times, so then that's what you have to give him. Meaning that's part of the mitzvah of tzedakah that Hillel Azakin once bought for an Ani who came from a wealthy family a horse to ride on and an Eved to run in front of him one day he couldn't find any uh, I don't know who these were that they would uh, run but I guess he stopped by the train station in Inwood or whatever to pick up some workers To uh, and, and there was no one there there was a construction project going on somewhere so they had no one to pick up so uh, Hillel couldn't find anyone so, so Hillel himself ran three meal in, in front of the guy. So it's a big discussion in the uh, Chronim. What do you mean Hill himself? So, Hill was a Nasi, that lach is Nasi Shmachal Kvodo, ain't kvodomachl, Tamukakum Shmachal Kvodo, Kvodomachl, 'cause Torah dilehu, that it's uh that it's it's his Torah. So <laughs> someone told someone wanted to fly Rafshekta somewhere and uh they said it's covered with Rashiva, we have to fly you private. He said no, <laughs> there's no way I'm not doing that. So they said, but uh, well, it's covered for the of You know, say so it's not your covered to be mochel. He said, I, I think it is. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that it is my covered to be mochel. So, uh, but a nasi, it's not his covered to be mochel. So a nasi, it uh, ain't k'vod the mochel. So Rabbi Yaakov writes that this must have been before Hillel became a nasi, meaning it's at a different stage in his life. I, before I became a nasi, he was extremely poor. He used to he was mistakah betrepik b'chol yom, and he was on the top of the window uh, in the snow. And yeah there must have been something in between time there he was poor then he was wealthy then he became an nasi, right I guess uh, at some point in his life Ben Yoyada suggests that uh, that, that, that he, he, no one knew that he was Hillel when he was doing this job when he was being Lawrence in he changed his clothing they didn't have gedolent pictures no one knew what he looked like so he was able to uh, to get by and uh, without them knowing so it wasn't really Michalis Kvot though because no one knew that it was him so um, Okay, my Rabban, my Saban shegalil la elyon shalachu le any bentovim echad mitzipurim litra basar b'chol yom. They purchased for this guy a, li, a, a litra, a certain measure of meat every day to feed him. So litra basar, my Rabusa. What's the chiddush about a litra basar? litra basar is not so much; it's not so expensive. So I'm Ravuna, litra basar mi No, it's bird meat, which apparently used to be that uh, I guess that chicken was more expensive than beef. So it was uh, that was a delicacy that was very expensive. litra Some say that. No, it was really uh, flesh, it was really uh, basar, it was really uh, um, animal meat. But it was a small village, and uh, every day they would have to shecht an animal just to provide this guy with a literal basar. See, normally you'd only shecht an animal if you know that you could sell all of the meat of that animal. You wouldn't want to shecht an animal and then just have one steak, and all the other meat that, uh, that comes in that steak is going to rot. That would be terrible. So over there was a kfar katan. So uh, and they, they would they would shecht an animal each day to provide this guy with his litra basar, which he was which he was uh, accustomed to. So uh, so again, three possible answers: either it was basar ofos or meat was just very expensive in that place. Or it was a place where they had to shech the new animal every day just to provide this guy with the meat that he was used to. Another mice, someone came to Ramnichemia, Armalay, Bameata Sawaid. That what are you uh, used to having for your suda? So Amalay, Bibbashabi Vyin He says, I'm very mocked, but I only eat the fattiest meat and the aged wine, the finest wine. Badashim. So Ibn Khami said, Well, I'm eating lentils. <laughs> Would you like to eat some lentils with me? You know, that's my dinner. So uh, he, so uh he, uh, he ate with him because he had no choice and he had to eat. So the Ani ate Adashim with him. Vameis. And he died from it. He was so used to a higher level of Meichel that he died from it. So Amram Rebbe Nechemia said about that Ani, Oilo shahargo Nechemia. Woe well, unto this guy that Nechemia just killed him because I didn't provide him with what he was used to. So Adraba Oilo Nechemia shahargo lezeh. Why is he Oilo lezeh? It's Oilo le Nechemia. just did something terrible. He didn't give this guy what he needed and therefore the guy died. That's what he should have said. Ele'iyu who was saying he put himself in this position. He uh, he trained himself to be used to only the finer things in life to the point that he was going to die from eating a bowl of lentils. So that's on him. A person has to be careful to what level of gashmius they uh, they accustom oneself to. They accustom themselves to. A person has to do a cheshman of how much gashmius one really needs. I was just listening to a share from Rabbi Daniel Kalish. He said when he moved to uh, Waterbury, he bought a house from a. Uh, from, from a sports writer, and he said the house was a mess, so they fixed it up. They invested some money into the house to fix it up. They got a grant or something for teachers that was being offered by uh, Waterbury uh, Township or something. So, uh, so they fixed up that, and they said it bothered him for years that this sports writer who deals with uh, physical things, he, all he does is he talks about uh, you know, athletic prowess or whatever, and, and he was less Mugushim than I am. He, he, he was fine living in this house. And I, I have a higher level. So it's a good and nefesh that a person should, uh, should think about. He said he realized afterwards he had a big screen TV in every single room in the house. So he wasn't really living in the house. He was living in an alternate universe that was, that was presented on the television. That was a good, good part. So who doesn't come to Ravah? A guy came to Ravah. lo What do you uh, get, uh, what, what, what do you use for Yisuda? What do you eat? Amr lo b'tan, yashan fine wine and a uh, fattened uh, uh, chicken so how could you demand that the it provide you with such fine foods don't worry you're not paying for it. god is paying for it Hashem takes care of everything we have a brisa. that we all look to and he provides us with the food so namar doesn't say in why does he say in the that HaKadosh Baruch Hu provides for each person as they need it. So, so I'm not being Dochik the seaboard to provide me with things. HaKadosh Baruch Hu provides it as I need it. Adahachi, as they were having this conversation, Asa Yachted the Rava, Rava's sister came, and it happened to be, that was very unusual. He hadn't seen his sister in 13 years. And then his long-lost sister shows up pumped at that moment. She brought him as a gift. Exactly what this guy eats for his meals. Summer, so, my so Rav said to himself, what is going on over here? I haven't seen my sister in 13 years, and Mamish B'diuk, at this moment she comes with exactly the kind of food that this guy demands, Amr'alei, so Rav said to the Ani, Kumechol, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has answered what you said, so obviously come and eat with me, because this was obviously matan from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ben Yoyada says, why wasn't Rav convinced by the guy bringing a brisa? The guy quoted a brisa that says that HaKadosh Baruch was is mifarnes. so Rav thought that that was only for someone who's, who's uh, some miftachah uh, b'acharis baruchu, but not someone who's being mivakesh that the sibor be mifarnis him. So it's only when this unusual event happened that he was satisfied. Tan rabban ain love vle the If a person doesn't have any money and he doesn't want to take money from tzedaka, nosl l'shema You give it to him as a loan. nosl l'shema And then later you moichel and you say you don't have to pay it back. You give it as a matana. First give it as a matana, then turn it into alva. What shakil? You can't give it to him as a matana. He refuses to take. So i First, you offer it as a matana. When he says no, thank you. Then you give it as alva, and that way, even when you're giving it as alva, he'll realize you wanted to give it as a matana, so he'll know that he doesn't really have to pay it back. So that that, that, that way, everyone will, you know, he'll he'll, he'll have that peace of mind. yesh lo to the If he has money but doesn't want to use his money to support himself, would rather take tzedakah. Noslo in the Then you give it to him as tzedakah, and then you you, you ask for the money back later after you've uh, made sure that he eats but with the first time you do that he'll be onto your trick and he's never going to take again and he's going to starve to death so you know you keep a running husband, and then when he dies you go to his estate and you take whatever, uh, whatever, whatever he has taken over the years if a person has money and doesn't want to use it just don't pay any attention to him let him, let him suffer if he doesn't have money then he doesn't want to take tzedakah you tell him bring a mashkon and take money the so that uh, he'll have a little bit of profit when he takes the money, Tanu Rabbanan Haved Zeshein Lo Vainer Otsel Desparnis Haved is the loshen of halva. That's someone who doesn't have any money, but he doesn't want to take any money from tzedakah. No'slan Leshem Halva V'Chas No'slan Leshem Matana. So you give it to him as a loan, and then ultimately you turn it into a matana. Tavitenu the double loshen is Zeshi Yesh Lo Vainer Otsel Person who has money but doesn't want to take. Give it to him as a matana, and then after he dies, we'll, we'll take from his estate. No. the Chum say no if he has money he doesn't want to spend it on himself we don't have to uh, d- support that guy so what do I do with the double sometimes the Torah speaks so it speaks in double Marukva used to give four zoos to an Ani in his neighborhood But and he would just leave it by the doorstep and run away so one day the Ani said I want to see who's doing me this favor. How yummy, you know that Marukva the Baby Josh it happened to be that day Marukva was delayed in the base of asked to be too day. His wife came with him and the uh, because he did not want to go out alone at night, and it wasn't a violation of Matan de Saysa to go with your wife, because it's it's okay that his wife knows about the the that he does. when the Ani saw someone approaching the door. he started to chase after him, come, so Marukva started running away from him, he didn't want to be caught as being the one collecting and they went into an oven that was swept out of its coals. Havakamikali carried Marukva, but it was still boiling hot, so Marukva's feet were burning. So Dibito, his wife said, Shkol karai. Take your feet and put them on my feet. So Marukva got very upset because I do all this Sadaka. My wife is such a big Sadaka. She has a miracle that her feet aren't burning. I guess he wasn't aware that women's hands don't burn when you touch the oven, only men's hands. Do. But she, the, the, uh, her feet aren't burning, and my feet are burning. Why is she a bigger So Samaleh, so she said, to him mm-hmm. I'm always around the house and therefore uh, when people come I'm able, I'm able to always provide for them and I'm able to provide for them food that they're able to use right away, so my zuchus of tzedakah is a greater zuchus than your zuchus of tzedakah, that's what Rashi writes in Masech's Titus, it's two things, first of all everyone knows where to find her, she's always around the house so when the Ani comes, she's always there. And second of all, when she provides for the Ani, she's providing, uh, she's, she's providing uh, something that he's able to use uh, right away. Why did they do so much, Marukva and his wife, to run away from the Ani? That we know that it's better to, uh, to go into Kivshanesh than to embarrass someone for the guy to realize he's getting money from Marukva would have been terribly embarrassing for that person. Okay, but Tomorrow we'll pick up with another story of Marukva. Okay.